Hey mama, how's it going? It is Jocelyn here with the Positivity in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. And I am excited to talk with you about screen time for the summertime. I imagine your kids are coming home from school or if you're homeschooling, maybe you shift to a little bit of a different schedule during the summer. And I wanna talk a little bit about screen time. Thanks for joining. Hi, I'm Jocelyn, host of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. I help pregnant women and mothers to find positivity in their season of life through changing their thoughts to work for them and not against them. I help mothers find the small, doable steps in thought and action without making drastic changes to their everyday mom life. And I can help you. Thanks for joining. We are almost to summer. It is almost June, which kind of marks the first of the summer months. And with summer months can come having your kids home more, um, home from school. And so I wanted to talk about how and why to have a screen-free summer, or at least a mostly screen-free summer. Screen time is highly debatable, (laughs) and a lot of this episode is going to be my opinion and speaking aloud things I've learned and felt and observed in my motherhood to hopefully help you in your motherhood. And one of those things is when my kids watch screens more often, there actually tends to be more fighting, which is something we don't really want or enjoy in motherhood and in family life is more fighting. So that is the first reason why it might be useful to have less screen time this summer. Sometimes there can be more uh, fighting. Screen time can also cause a little bit of overstimulation, (laughs) as I say that right. So this can make your kids a little bit overstimulated, which can make them rowdy and hyper. I also, in that same breath, when they can get rowdy and hyper, I heard once as a teenager that it kills brain cells to watch too much screen time. And I remember telling my cousin once, as he was playing a lot of screen time, he actually played it all the way to our house, which was like a four-hour drive, and I just was teasing him hard about this. And... The next morning, he uh, ended up pouring milk on his pancakes instead of syrup, and we laughed over the fact that he might have killed too many brain cells the day before. (laughs) That's just a funny example, but along with overstimulation, I want to say overstimulized, along with them being overstimulized and maybe a little hyper, maybe it also is killing some brain cells (laughs) and making it a little harder for them to concentrate, which can lead to them being a little bit rambunctious. I do find that with my kids when they have too much, it's just, it's, it's hard. It's actually harder on my motherhood and our family to have my kids watch screen more often than it is to have them have limited screen. Limited screen time actually helps with more creative play. They get out cars, toys, 
dolls um, and all those different types of things. And they're more creative with them when they just can't stare at the screen and use that for their (laughs) stimulization. If I can say that word this episode, man, maybe by the end I will get it. But sometimes it takes intentionality from mom, especially if they're used to seeing screens or watching screens. If you go to a mostly screen-free summer, it's going to take a little bit of intentionality from you and some fostering a little bit of play from you. And I know sometimes this is hard because we have our to-do lists and we have things that we want to do. But as you begin to foster this play, your kids will get better and better at it. It's kind of one of those things that takes practice. It's going to take practice from you, and it's also going to take practice from your kids. So how do you even foster this play, creative play? How do you foster less screen time? Well, first you have to remember that you are the mom and you are in charge. And if they don't, if you don't want them to watch it, then they are not going to watch it. If that involves you taking apart the TV and putting it in your storage room or storing it away, you might have to do that. I know that in my past, my sister has done that for her kids. She's just completely took in the TV and all the parts off the wall so that it makes it very inconvenient for her and her family to watch it. It might take that measure in order to be successful at this through the summer. Otherwise, you just say no. You keep the remotes high and you don't allow it. So there will be that, which will take practice. Okay, I got a little bit sidetracked on you being in charge, which sometimes I feel like we do forget. We do forget that we're in charge and we just let what our kids want sway us sometimes. And there, there does have to be a little bit give and take. But you need to discern because you are the mom and these kids are in your stewardship. But to foster that play, what you need to do is you need to pull out some of the toys they haven't played with and play with them in different ways and and begin that with them, begin playing with them with it and fostering that. And as they see how the play can happen, they will get better at being creative by their own. They will get better at doing this without you having to get it out. So say the the toy cars have been in the closet for a long time. Pull out the toy cars and do different things with it. I'll give you some examples of what we have done with toy cars. We have done tape roads where I just take take white masking tape. I put it on our carpet. I draw little lines with markers to make it look like a road and we make different types of tape roads. My kids have really enjoyed tape roads. In fact, we've even been known to save that tape like tape it on the edge of a a shelf we don't use very often and reuse that if we need to vacuum or I want a change of scenery in the front room. Sometimes we'll reuse those tape roads. Another one that we do is we will put pillows on the floor and put blankets on the pillows and try and make little roads with the divots of the blankets for those toy cars. And my kids have had a blast playing with their cars on their own little blanket made campground or mountain or whatever you want to call it. So foster some of this play. Foster playing with them with baby dolls and being the mom and feeding their babies and taking them for walks and giving them naps and giving them a picnic in the shade of a tree. You you give that example of what it's like. And I, I'm sure you'll find that as you do this a little bit over the next few weeks, you will find that they get better at their own creative play. 
The other thing that can help foster creative play is reading good books and reading wholesome books that can encourage them to want to build like cardboard houses or to play with their dolls because the girl in the book was playing with dolls. But read them good books because this can spark in their imagination things that they want to do and things they want to play outside. As a kid, I loved playing pioneer outside and I would make little kitchen tables and use leaves and weeds to make little tacos and stuff. Foster that through a little bit of play with them and you will find that it will help them to play easier and it will help you to have less screen time. I am not a fan of screen time for kids. I do not feel it's good for them and that is my own opinion, but you are here because you are an in- you are intentional. And I feel like if you're listening to this episode, you agree that s- that screen time is not the best. It might feel hard to implement, but you can do it. You can implement these things because it is your motherhood. And these are your children, as I mentioned, that you have steward over. And what a blessing it is to be a mother and to be a steward over them in these things, in screen time this summer. It's a lot nicer outside in most places (laughs) during the summer. And you can really get some good outdoor time in by going for walks, by encouraging outdoor play and being the example in this endeavor. Keep up the good work, mama. Not only does God need you to be an intentional mom, not only do your children and your husband need you in your motherhood, but you need you in these endeavors to feel good about what you're doing as a mother. If it feels heavy, start small. If your kids watch one movie a day, cut it back to one short show a day and progress forward. You can do it because by small and simple things are great things brought to pass. And you have, a po- you have the power to do these small, simple, and doable things. Whatever sounds doable for you and your family, I encourage you to implement it. That's what I desire for you to get out of this podcast, is implementing what you learn to improve your motherhood for more positivity. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing and thank you for giving this a rating and review on iTunes because that helps other mothers find this episode. One thing I wanted to mention is that I have a business, a new little business side venture hobby thing (laughs) that I acquired from my sister. She started a candle and wax melt and room spray business and that is now mine and I am excited to share with you that room sprays are back in stock. For the longest time it was Hard for me to get the bottles, and I finally now have the room spray bottles. If you are not a candle or a wax melt person, but you like room sprays, check out the room sprays on Flickr's Candle Co. I will put the link in the show notes. We've got all sorts of yummy summer scents like beach bum and volcano, lemon pound cake, citrus paradise, and those room sprays work great. I love to use mine in the bathroom, but you can use them in any room that you desire. Give that a check out if that interests you. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. For listening, for sharing, and most of all, for applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts.
for a better you, in a positive pregnancy, in losing that stubborn baby weight, and becoming the mom you desire to be through taking small steps in thought and action to reach your goals. If you are a mother who has an inner desire to enjoy motherhood and pregnancy better, but you are having difficulty figuring it out, I can help you. I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday mom life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.